coffee isn't just a drink, it's who you are. We are Little Green Hive, and we're here to serve that perfect cup of coffee made just for you. We're women-owned and locally sourced. Our mission is to provide the best product for our customers, as well as strengthen our community. From fair trade coffees and teas, to breakfast, lunch, and smoothies, we have everything you need to start your day off right. Come visit us in downtown Roanoke, Grandin Village, and now at the Daleville Town Center, Little Green Hive, because coffee is personal. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Hometown Stories. It means a lot to us. If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you shared us with a friend, left us a review, or subscribed to Hometown Stories. That way, you basically get first dibs as soon as we release a new episode. You can also email us at hometownstories at wdbj7.com. We'd love to hear your hometown story. Okay, now let's get back to the episode. John Cruz laid a wet bag filled with flopping fish onto the scale and stood back. He just needed to see the number 16 appear. When the final weight leveled out, he didn't even bother to look at the ounces. Fists and fish in the air, the fishermen from Salem, Virginia, looked out into the crowd, victorious. In this episode of Hometown Stories, John Cruz joins us from the bow of his boat as the newly crowned Bassmaster Elite Champ. On the same Sunday the Super Bowl was just getting started, its equivalent in the bass fishing world was just wrapping up. The victor held the blue trophy high above his head along the banks of the St. John's River in Palatka, Florida. An emotional John Cruz hugged his dad, thrust that trophy high once again, and within 24 hours, he got back on his boat. I'll give you a little look. See, here's, the fr- here's the front deck of the boat. Here's my rods. And then uh, there's the, I'm just power pulled down out here in this, in this marsh. Pretty, uh, pretty cool. That's John Cruz, a fisher of bass and business from Salem, Virginia. He was on a Zoom with me from the bow of his boat on a chain of lakes in Leesburg, Florida. John, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. John's the owner of Missile Baits, also in Salem, Virginia. He's been fishing since he was a kid. As a pro, he's already laid claim to one elite trophy before, more than 10 years ago. Now, he's angling for another. In the meantime, he's prepping for another tournament. In between casts, John took the time to reflect on his win and being able to represent his home back here in Virginia. Our interview initially appeared on the WDBJ7 Plus digital news desk. Is that blue trophy strapped into the seat of your car yet? (laughs) It was. It it rode with me from the St. John's down here to the Harris Chamber where we're going to be this week. We have back-to-back events here in Florida. So there's there's really no no time to celebrate. I mean, my celebration was at the uh, grocery store getting all my food for this coming week last night and then, uh, you know, getting settled into the house where I'm going to be for the week. But uh, looking forward to getting home uh, after this event and uh, and see my family and get to celebrate there, see my wife and uh, all three of the kids and uh, see everybody there at, uh, at Missile Bates at the office and um, just be, uh, be, be a, a fun homecoming. This is a four-day tournament, um, you know, and, and this is one that you have fished before. Um, how did you feel going into this kind of tournament? Yeah, it's, it's funny. When, when you have history on a, on a body of water 
sometimes you kind of have preconceived notions on how you're going to catch the fish or, you know, how it's going to go. Uh, and I was, I was definitely conscious of that. So I practiced areas that I had never fished a tournament before. And it, it really, it really kind of worked out because I put what I found in practice with what I already knew, uh, on the river and, uh, you know, now holding the trophy up, you know, four days later, it looked like, it looked like a great move. You know, sometimes you, you make the best decisions you think at the time and then they don't work out. Well, this time it all worked out and I'm just super thankful. What were conditions like for your four days? What were some of the challenges out on the water and what do you think worked in your favor besides the prep work? Uh, well, so in, in other years, we've had big spawning waves because uh, February and March are our big spawning months in Florida, especially on the St. Johns River. But we had a big cold front the past, the past two weeks before we got to the St. Johns. And uh, that kept those fish from really being pushed up on the beds. Um, there were a few fish on the beds, not a, not a huge spawning tournament. A few fish were caught off. Some of the bigger stringers throughout the week were caught, but guys had a hard time doing that four days in a row. And that's, that's really another one of the reasons that I, I stayed away from that, focused more on the staging fish. And, and that's what worked out. And I, I know you said uh, right after you got the trophy, you, you moved around, you try a lot of different things, you, you explore everywhere. How do you think that that really benefited you this weekend? Uh, well, the, title, the, the St. John's River is a tidal fishery. And so uh, fishing the river itself, it's hard to camp in one area and have it work for multiple days or have it work for all of one day, much less uh, four days. Uh, so I kind of made sure I was in the right areas at the right tide. And that's one of those experienced things from fishing the St. John's multiple times. I have experience with that tide there. Uh, I grew up fishing the James River, Potomac River, and got familiar with the tides there. Uh, and then the, the Rodman, I've also fished in Rodman Reservoir, which you have to lock through um, to get into that lake. That's a lake, it's not tidal influence. I caught about half of my fish up there in that lake and the other half in the river. So the Rodman piece, uh, was where I caught some deeper fish. I actually caught fish in Florida, believe it or not, in 25 feet of water. Uh, so it just, you know, just short attention span is what I have. I can't stay in one place and do one thing too long. Uh, I think we all know people like that, but that's definitely me. So I want to know what you used out on the water, John. And also I'm curious to know in a tournament like this one, how often are you experimenting with new bait or are you really sticking to tried and true product? Um, so there, there's a, there's a happy mixture there with the new product versus, uh, the tried and true. Uh, you, you kind of have to be, uh, on the cutting edge and, and kind of thinking about the next generation every time you're on the water for me, especially as, you know, as an angler and as a, a business owner owning a fishing lure company, uh, they, they kind of go hand in hand, blending the, the old with the new, the tried and true with, uh, with what pops in your head. That's what creates the new baits that we come out with every year um, but you got to put fish in the live well out here on tour so you know missile baits d-bomb um, you know chatter baits with the shockwave on the back things like that that i've caught so many fish on they they stay in my hands during the tournaments for sure we're now pulling up your uh, Instagram post, you holding up that big old blue trophy. I mean, when you walked out onto the stage for weigh-in on Sunday, um, you know, what was going through your mind? Because you've been on that stage before, you know, how, were you, how confident were you? Uh, I knew it was going to be close. Uh, I was the last one to weigh in. The one that I was really worried about was was a guy named Bob Downey. It's this, uh, 
He's been on tour for a couple of years, real quiet, really nice guy. Bob dropped a big sack out there on the last day, caught 29 pounds. And I knew it was going to be close. And then when I did the math, I knew that I needed at least 16 pounds to, uh, to win. And when it, you know, when I finally got up there on the scales, I knew that I had more than 16 pounds. Uh, but you never want to be too confident until you see the, you see that readout. When I saw that readout and it said 17 something, I didn't even have to see the answers. I saw it said 17 something. I knew I'd won. And that's when, uh, that's when kind of all the emotions came out. Yeah. I, we watched your, your interview right after the weigh in and it looks like your dad was there with you too. He was, he was, he has a, um, place in, in Florida and he, he came up, uh, for the tournament and, uh, ended up, he was staying at the house with us, uh, that last week, uh, you know, enjoyed having his company. He, he comes to, um, a handful of events each year and it, it's just great when he does come there. And it was just really nice to have him there when I won. It's just to, to be able to turn around and give him a big old hug was, was awesome. So, John, I want to know, you know, compared with that time back in 2016 when uh, Channel 7 was on the boat with you, um, how do you feel that you have um, grown in the years as an angler since then? Um, it's you, you learn stuff every every year and uh, you never stop learning in, in bass fishing. You never stop learning in life or in business or whatever you're doing and uh, TV journalism. You you never stop learning and you always work to get better. And, and that's when you. Uh, that's when you really have success and, you know, get, get better and better and better every year. Uh, so from, from, I've been doing this for over 20 years, uh, for, you know, for the last five years, I feel like I'm so much better and I have so much more knowledge than I did even five years ago. It's, uh, it's kind of amazing. Uh, sometimes having too much knowledge is a bad thing, but being able to utilize how to decipher through the good and the bad information is, um, I think that's where kind of the experience meets the, um, you know, meets the determination. I can only imagine like knowing too much, you know, as technology grows, you learn more and more and there are even more and more products out there to try. What keeps you driven in this sport? I know you've been fishing since you were a kid, but I mean, what, what gets you from turning around from winning one tournament and getting back in the boat the next day to prep for the next one? Uh, man, you, um, yeah, some people are, um, wired a little bit different, I would say. And, um, I, I know a number of people that are, I would consider wired a little bit different. And, uh, what I mean by that is that you, you never, you never settle. Um, you appreciate that the accomplishments and the things that you have in your life, but you never settle and you want to continue to, to prove yourself again and again and again. Um, and so that, that's really kind of the way I feel. I feel, um, like I, this victory validated the first victory that I had. Only it only took me 12 years to win a second event. Uh, these things are really, really hard to win uh, for a four-day event. Best bass anglers in the world, really tough to win. But um, I really feel like that validated that first win. And and uh, now that I have two, I want. I mean, I want to get three. You know, I mean, and then if you can get three, then you want to get four. So you know uh, that that's kind of my mentality and uh when i won that last tournament in california it was it was actually the first of a back-to-back -back event just like this week so i stunk it up in that second event and i just do not want to stink it up in this event this week and that's that's one of the things driving me right now to, to be out here practicing our hats off to john we wish him the best of luck
Hometown Stories is a production of WDBJ7 in Roanoke, Virginia. I'm Leanna Scacchetti. Our editor is Ben Raquelmi. We'll see you next time. Hometown Stories is sponsored by Little Green Hive, because coffee is personal. Locations in downtown Roanoke, Daleville, and Grandin.